When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. Morning, everybody. Great to have your company again on a Saturday morning, uh, 8 till 9. We're just part of the family, The Odds Couple. In we come and uh, off we go until 9 o'clock and we hope you enjoy every second of our show. Big show ahead today, but I welcome to you all where you may be around this wonderful country the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. It's great to have your company on a racing Saturday morning as per usual. Chris Nelson joining us a little later on. Josh Jenkins, he's been absolutely hot to trot. Excuse the pun. He'll give us some trotting tips a little uh, later on. Corey Smith talking dogs. Jacob Beavis will tell us about what's happening down there in Tassie. Um, We'll run through what's happening in Melbourne and Sydney. Also up north, the last of their big group races today at Ipswich. It's Ipswich Cup Day, so plenty to get through over the uh, the next 56-odd minutes. It's four minutes past eight o'clock, as I say. A, a very good morning to my co-host here, uh, as per usual, Mr David Taggart. Good morning, Good morning, Scoob. Good morning. Pleasure to be here. I think you'll find maybe the Tats Tiara next week, the Group 1 Mayor's Race. Oh, it is too. Yes. Quite right. Quite right. Quite right. And I think that's the last of the Group 1s for the season. Yeah. And there's around about 69 or 70 of them. It's, yeah. Then we have a rest for about a week, and then they start all over again. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, exactly right. What, and then we've got that great... What um, we have? What's our first one, the one Stakes? Oh, no, that's great. No. listed race? Oh, it happens that, straight that, away. That's sort yeah. of a... Oh, yeah. August, off we, yeah. Off we go, first week of August. Yeah, boom, yeah. We build into Never spring. Stopped. Well, the Creswick Stakes at Flemington Day, it's a listed race. Yeah. That's where Nature Strip won his first stakes race. Yeah. There you go. Did. Talking about Nature Strip. That's a fair week, wasn't it? Been a fair week for the Aussies. They've they've done very well. The Aussies. J Max two, two from two at Royal Ascot. That um, his ride on Nature Stripe was sensational. Who? Nature Stripe. No, he's, he lost. You know, me. you know when you go to a different hemisphere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like no. New Zealanders come here, we used to have to put "ow" in front of their name. Oh, they put an "a" at the end. They just whack an "e" on the back. Ah, now that's shattering for t- a race caller. Tough gig, but I tell shattered. you what, right? Everyone bags a race caller, right? Go and do it. I've never bagged Matty Hill. No, yeah, he's the best. <laughs> but go and do it. I mean, oh. we try and do it every Saturday. <laughs> oh, exactly so what's right. What's happening out there? <laughs> oh, the, the blue one's in front of the red one, <laughs> yeah. and there's a yellow one yeah. and a green one. Oh, the fifteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fifteen. Now, what's that called? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. going all right. Yeah, yeah, look at the fifteen. Yeah. Who's riding it? Oh, is he? But no, no. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens. I know in the old days, from a, a cricket point of view, if there was a moment in time that was always going to be relived. An historical moment. Historical moment. Yeah. They would recall it. 
So they'd take go back to the studio. So they'd say, "Okay, Bill, you know, if it was poorly called at the time, yep. back to the studio, right? and they'll they'll recall it." So then, you know, nothing sort of goes on for a month, and then the next thing, that hat trick's being played again. I think, Bill Laurie call that. <laughs> I thought Mike Whitney was on. Yeah. Oh, hang on, you know. So it'll be interesting to see if the networks in the UK let all Ascot settle and suddenly. Matty Hill will recall it yeah, for it's, us. It's, it's nature strip, but they, they'll get the original caller to do it, and and that you know I, I would think you're looking they'll get Matty Hill to do it for us. No, 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 not Matty Hill. Well, they'll get who's the yeah, race caller? The yeah. race caller, Ascot. Will yeah, do but it. do you think we'll have an Australian version of it? Oh, if if they want, they yeah. they, they can. But I I don't I think it loses a bit of impact if it's not the Pommy caller. Correct. Yeah, true. I think it's got to be the Pommy caller to say, hey, we're, we are at Ascot. This mm. is not Flemington, and that's Matty Hill. I think. And I've forgotten the Pommy caller's name, but and he would have been shattered more than anyone else because he got no strip right behind the gates, in the gates. Yeah, he got it right in the running. I think he called him right two, once or two twice. or three two, times before he started to really extend and reach out of the pack. Yep. And then as soon as that heat came on to say, you know, this he's the horse. Out came the stripe. I thought, oh, you poor bugger. Yeah. You poor bugger. You can understand how he got strip and stripe because of the colours. Oh, well, yeah, well... The striped colours, in know, a way. Well, I can't I mean, understand because I, 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 I couldn't call two ants going up a wall. Correct. So but I'm just I, trying... Are we saying, why did he get it wrong? Is, it, is that a reason because of the colours? Because don't forget, when race calls, you ever been up into a, a box uh, while they're in the mounting yard and they're there practising and, mm. and they're calling it and they're looking at the colours, all right, blue, dark navy blue and yellow stripes, you know, blah, 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 blah. And that's how they're doing it. So in his head, nature strip... The yellow and blue stripes. Now we need to find out. We need to. You, know, you reckon Jared Waitley will be awake, a Zoe? <laughs> we need to ring Jared Waitley and get him on. We need to know what it's like to call the race and and what goes through your head in those. If if you do it once, like he's gone nature stripe. I wonder if it's then just there and he can't get rid of it because he's got. 150 metres to go and the horse is extending yeah. and he's blowing them away. He's going to win by four. It's just then there. We'll, we'll get Zoe the and wake Jared the... up and see if he'll give us a minute of his time to, to have a chat to us about what great. goes through a race caller's C- head. Confusion with the loose horse as well. The rideless horse. There's no confusion. There's no jockey. Exactly. But, you know, the, it could have caused a little bit of interference. I think J-Mac got a bit of a shock after the line. He was sort of, yeah, and pumping, and the next thing he looked, and it was oh. nearly under his neck. Yeah. He yeah. sort of, whoops, I better just take control of him. <laughs> he could do anything. Or this thing does something uh, something silly. What do you... Now, tell me this. What, why are the Aussie sprinters, when we get... Like, they laughed at us again. Like, what are the, do, do they... Is it banter, or are they fair income about the lack of quality that we've got in our sprints? Because every sprinter goes over there. Nelly Salute. Oh, no, no, no. Have a look from oh, Chassis, take over Target, oh, Miss Andretti. Know we smash them. Scenic Blast. No. No, they yeah, they you know, know we smash them. Wasn't never... that just about the six or seventh of, yeah. to win? No, it's, like, it's amazing, the, the record that we've got. I've never known them not to respect our sprinters. They, they have no no respect at all for our middle distance. Yeah, correct. None. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at Winks. Look how they Zero. treated Winks. Yeah. Yeah. They, they think they're just ponies when it comes to that. But... Um, our, our sprinters, I think they've always thought that we build them up up to sort of six furlongs, yeah. and then you know, it starts to even itself out at seven, and then they take 
control yeah. from there on. Well, I've always remember what you said. They've got 200 years oh, yeah, on us with breeding. Yeah. Right. So... Their pedigree yeah. is extraordinary. Correct. So extraordinary. yeah, they, they want they want to be all right, wouldn't they? Yeah, no, they do. It, it's look, it's a great week, and and you know, I, I unadulteratedly love it. If that's a word, unadulteratedly, I I completely and utterly adore it. Um, and by the end of the week, you bug it because you've sat up and watched. But you know, the way they showcase their history, the build up to the races, everyone in their funny hats, all that sort of stuff. Um, I, I think it's brilliant, and. and one of the great stories outside of Nature Strip, uh, I, I think, has been Frankie the Tory. Stratus Various, you're talking about? Well, Stratus Various, and then he lost on the Queen's Horse the race yeah, after, or two races after yeah. that. You know, that it, it should have smacked them. You know, he, he got held up again by Water Horses. He it knew just, he got it wrong, too. I was yeah, talking to Sammy Highland about it because he was up watching it as well. And uh, then when he arrived yesterday on course, the stewards pulled him in and gave him two days. For excessive, I think it was excessive use of the whip on Stradivarius when he first got out, and you saw like he pat, on Stradivarius he didn't come out and ease over their heels like Stradivarius then came three horses off you know the horse outside him yeah. so he'd really he went so, he went right angles didn't he, <laughs> he did. but uh, well, I actually watched the race last night I watched the replay and Sammy was spot on he 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 didn't ride it like the best horse in the race he stays on the fence he wins he was too worried about where the winner was Ryan Moore. Yeah, Rather was, than being, and instead yeah. of being that the, the hunted, he was he, he was down worried. the side, which they call the um, which they call. And this is terrible. I should know, which they call um, whatever they call it. He he was angling Stradivarius off twelve hundred out. Yeah, a long way from home. He was trying yeah. to, and then Mojo Stark came up and kept him in there. And you know, I reckon Frankie was he was like, yeah, give us some rob, yeah, yeah. You know, like he was. You could see he had. You know, the left hand just given enough to say, come on, just out into here. And then Mojo Star crept up, kept him in there. And then they were all gone and done and dusted. Correct. And, and they were out of there before, you know, Frankie knew what was happening. And then you know, he's committed to go out. And, and look, he, he was fantastic. The winner was, I, I thought the winner was gone, 300 out. I thought the the Hannon horse was just going to smash him. See, no, the boarding horse. But it was just brilliant what it did. And uh, also history there, Joe O'Brien. Joseph, yeah, first yeah. winner, our Cox Plate. He's trained well, a, he's trained a Melbourne part. Cup, a Cox Plate, but he hasn't had a win at Royal Ascot until, of course, yeah. the Cox Plate winner. Now, that, a lot of people are eating humble pie, in my opinion, Scoop. Uh, they were saying uh, the Cox Plate, last year's Cox Plate. No uh, good. Wasn't much good. The depth there, well, with the second horse, uh, he won a group one by seven lengths, Animo, in Sydney, yep. over the autumn, and... Uh, we just it's the second saw, group one this season for State of Rest. He won one in France. Well, there you go, State weeks. of Rest. Yeah, so he's won two group ones since the Cox play, one at Royal Ascot, and one the way he did. So he's an absolute ripper. People are eating humble pie now, in my opinion. I've said it 150 times before. I, I reckon racing's the toughest caper. It's just the, the emotional highs and lows are extraordinary. Frankie Dettori gets beat on the Queen's horse odds on. The Queen's horse. Yes. Famous colours. Stuff's up Stradivarius, you know, unfortunate. You know, luck, you know, wasn't a bad, you know, circumstances just cooked him. Oh, yeah. Drawn barrier two, all well, that yeah. sort Probably of thing. Probably should have stayed on the fence he wins. Yeah, but, you know, he's a horse that's renowned needing room mm. and doesn't like racing inside horses, da-da-da. So, and he's eight. He's an eight-year-old yeah. bull now, so yeah. he's got tricks. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that all happens on the Wednesday, on the Thursday. He comes to the races Friday. It's time. Stewards get him in. They give him two. Now, two days doesn't seem a lot, but 
Yeah, so no, it reminds him again of how bad a day he had the day before. Yeah, and then he's <laughs> riding the favourite of the cor- in the coronation stakes. You think, you know, but the the bit that got me before we get onto the coronation stakes was Aidan O'Brien after the two year old race that um, Meditate won, which was fantastic of of Coolmore's. Frankie ran you know last or second last on his two year old. Aidan O'Brien went from his horse across and grabbed Frankie on the arm and he could see it out of the side of the telly and just literally said, you know, don't worry about it, son, get on, get on with it, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, all's good. I just thought that was fantastic. And then he came out and beat Aiden's horse, which I think ran fourth in the Coronation Stakes. But he, he, he came out, wins the Coronation Stakes, you know, it's a redemption for Frankie, wins by five, like smashes yeah. him. But it was just his confidence up a, bit. a really nice piece of racing. It's tough. It's really, really ultra competitive, but there's still a good side of it. For Aidan O'Brien running one of the biggest racing organisations in the world to go over to one of the best jockeys in the world, if not the best jockey, who's now, I think he's 50, and give him a, come on, mate, you'll be right, keep your chin up. I just thought that was fantastic. Great human story out of the week. Brilliant. Now, talking about Coolmore, home affairs tonight. What do you reckon? Nature Strip's not backing up. People are... Conspiracy theories, of course. Yeah, you know, he oh, never he's never backed up in his life, right? Um, there was a can... chance. Well, Jamie Carr's over there. Was she going to be the backup? Ben Miller. Oh, is he? Um, well, he's injured. But uh, was she the back? She, of course, she was going to ride Nature Strip if mm. if he backed up. Tonight, but, yeah. yeah, but. So what have we got? Com- We've got conspiracy. an on-pacer and an off-pacer, haven't we? We've got Home Affairs will sit on the speed. Notorious as well. Notorious will sit off the speed. Depends how he jumps. Yeah. No, he'll get back. That's why he's got Jamie Speed. You're putting him in last. They've got what do you special permission. That? What do you think about that? Oh, well, they, at least, at least they, they applied for it, which is good. <laughs> yeah. But those big races. You don't get favours here. Those 32 horse races. But it was a, you know, there was two that went in last on Wednesday night. The reason they're going because they're kickers. They were <laughs> kicking the living day, trying to kick the living daylights out of the, the stable of the hands. Oh. oh, mate! You know, you know they put the rubber across their hind quarter and you know to push them in. Yep. Well, they were just staying in close, the boys, and they were coming out like bullets. Kick the horses kicking, and they, they were allowed to put them in late because they were kickers. I've never heard that before. No, unusual. Yeah, uh, extraordinary. You used to be able to get special permission here, but people abused it. Yeah. Especially if they want to have a bet and they go, oh, put him in last and, and that yeah. even draw barrier to him, make up some bollocks excuse. Right? Mm. Uh, they stop that. Mm. Mate, you draw barrier one, you're in first. You draw yeah. barrier two, you're in second. Yeah. yeah. There's... Have they stopped it or it has to be extenuating No, they've stopped it. They've stopped it. Doesn't matter. Yep. Even, if, you, got even blanket, if you're doing cartwheels, like... even if you're doing cartwheels, go oh, back wow. and re-educate your horse. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The but... only special permission we had was that... Um, that horse in the uh, Slade Bloodstock colours, uh, something Angels, remember? They drew next to Black Caviar and they put him one out in case he did something wrong and hurt her. Oh, that right, was okay. the only time. Okay. Yeah. And, of course, they went mad, oh, protecting Black yeah, Caviar, yeah. you know, and you go, well, why wouldn't you? She, yeah, world's best horse. Oh, you don't want – she's not the one, you know, playing that. up. It's the other horse. Oh, so okay. hear, the, hear the Angels, remember? No, I, I don't, but I, I – yeah, it was a roo rang in the gates, used yeah, okay. to rear up, and mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, they they gave uh, Moody Axe a special permission, and 
see, can we go one out or can he draw one out further than us and leave a spare barrier? And that was granted. But besides that, if you're drawn barrier one, you're in. Nice to get that feeling one day of having a really, 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 really good horse in the barriers. <laughs> Being worried that another horse is going to hurt your horse. <laughs> We've spoken too long. Hope uh, hope everyone's enjoyed that, that chat on Ascot. It's been a, a brilliant week, one night to go and a big night for the Aussies with Artorias and Home Affairs this evening in the Platinum Jubilee. We're going to take our first break on the other side. Chris Nelson will join us, Josh Jenkins, uh, Corey Smith a little later on. Uh, we'll preview Brisbane and we'll preview Sydney and have a good look at uh, Melbourne as the show goes on after 8.30. Great to have your company. Odds Couple, Saturday morning, 19 after 8. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. We haven't made mention of our third wheel here tags this morning. Paddy Garshagan's not here. No. He's not long... We'll beat his He's not long off heading overseas, which I think that'll just be a... That'll be a good thing. But I'm wondering why he's not here this morning. <laughs> Unusual, isn't it? Well... Particularly when you're getting texts from him at 12.26am. Oh. We'll touch on that this afternoon, I would think. Must have been hard at work last night. Hard at work doing what? For sports bet. I don't know, doing promos. On the drink. Or... <laughs> Why'd they have a party? Yeah, must have. Fair dinkum. Blokes sound asleep in bed. And... Bit ordinary, isn't it? Looks in the man from the Bluestone College. You know, give us a break. I need my sleep. He loves you, doesn't he? Chrissy Nelson, he you needs lo- his sleep because... He likes to get right on target when it comes to Saturday up there, up north, and we're heading to Ipswich today. Mr. Nelson? We are. Tab Queensland right. Racing Cunnels, where champions emerge. Will anything emerge out of Ipswich today that we can label in the future champion? Well, I hope so. Hopefully uh, we can get a couple come out that we tip and they emerge and become forces in the spring. But maybe not. It is Ipswich. It's probably a... It's more of a party day than a... Than a, a uh, what do you call it, a racing purist day like we had last week uh, with Stradbroke. Mm-hmm. But uh, plenty of people get out to Ipswich. 20,000-odd people will be getting out there. You'll see on the TV, it's Party Central. So the weather's fine. Uh, and probably about mid to low 20s today. Perfect weather, not a cloud in the sky. Yeah. So a good time will be had. Yeah, mm. it always reminds me of that horrendous fall happened about 20 years ago. On the corner. Ipswich car. Did too. Yeah, Gary Dow. Yeah. And retired. Yeah, a few got retired after that. Jocks. Yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah. What about six or seven come down, didn't they? I think they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it? I think it was in the cup, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in the cup. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I think the thing outside the leader or the leader severely broke down and, and brought the field down. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, not good. Right, on a brighter note, let's yeah, find the winner of that great. race today. All right. Ipswich Cup. I like number three here, Bartholomew Diaz. Ooh. Now, he's an import that you've seen a little bit of down there, and he hasn't really done much. Uh, he's with Annabelle Nisham. Uh, she produced him up here at Eagle Farm a couple of weeks ago. And look, it wasn't a strong race. You've got to take that into account. But I just liked the, the way he won. He, he was back in the field. He got to probably halfway through the field by about the 200-metre mark. And then he needed a run. And Jaden Lloyd was able to angle him into the clear. And once he got into the clear, he picked them up. And he looked to do it very easily and uh, ran away to score. I just think uh, with him, the penny may have dropped. And if that's the case, then, look, he's up to winning a race such as the Ipswich Cup. He looks like a real provincial country cup sort of horse to me, Bartholomew Diaz. So we'll stick with him. We can back him each way. Race seven, number three. 
And in the eyeliner, uh, the other main feature, number five, Vinco, has got all the right form here. Uh, was a good thing beaten probably in the BRC sprint. That's the race that Toxagon won and Alligator Blood put in that massive performance. Oh. So Vinco wasn't far away. Yeah. Yet. And then Vinco came out seven days later Bolting. and won. Where? Won the Spear Chief. Shot along the fence for Ben Thompson. Uh, beat Charmy Baby, who then came out and won a listed race last Saturday. So there's such good form around Vinco. Ben Thompson and Tony Gollum combined. Now, they did the same last year in the eyeliner and won it with Snitch. I think they can do it again. Race eight, number five. Well, when you're finishing on the heels of Alligator Blood, just uh, ticks all the boxes, Ooh. doesn't it? Sure does. And he looks to have returned back to his brilliant best tags, doesn't he? Uh, isn't it great? And what a wonderful story, too. Yeah, yeah, it is a wonderful story. and uh, Sad, but yep, wonderful. for all concerned. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, good stuff, 100%. Chris. Uh, the cup number three, the eyeliner number five, and we'll hear from you right through the afternoon on SEN Track. Will. Chat to you later on. Will do. Thanks, guys. Chris Nelson joining us there on the Odds Couple. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge, and as per usual, um, always gamble responsibly. The man that's been doing that very responsibly over the last on fire, few weeks, man. absolutely on fire, has a actual fire truck sitting out the front of his house now 24 hours per day because he's Beautiful. sparking all the time. Josh Jenkins, welcome to you this morning. Uh, thanks, guys. I appreciate the uh, the intro. Although, Tag, if you remember correctly, we did find a new way to get beaten last week <laughs> when, when we were absolute, we were a dollar one on the bend, and uh, and the Honey Queen decided that she wanted to become she wanted to go from pacing to galloping. Mate, you can uh, you can write a book. Uh, oh. 101 ways how to get beat, or probably a thousand and one ways how to get beat. Well, chuck that bun. back in there. But yeah. we're going to have five. <laughs> We're having five throws at the stumps tonight, if you can... Uh, you had eight last week. Indulge me. All right. We're going to go up north to start off with. Three at Albion Park, two at Melton. Race one, number five, Major Jealous. This is a former Kiwi. Bought on big money. Uh, expected to do good things. It's been a sort of a stop-start campaign with this guy, but Luke and Belinda McCarthy like him. He's got a good enough draw to lead. I reckon he'll be leading and winning. Race one, number five. Then... Race seven, number two, I Need You Now, out of the same stable. She's a good mare. Similar ability to the Honey Queen last week. I reckon she'll be leading and winning as well. She's about even money. And then uh, in race number 10, we're going to take on uh, the Victorian filly, Amore Vita. I reckon she's just up there for a look around. Mm. So we're going to take number four, the home track horse. Tim's a trooper. He's a group one winner. I reckon he'll find the top and he'll be hard to beat. He's $2.40. And then down in Victoria... Race seven, number one, rock and roll, do. I reckon we'll definitely get better than a dollar seventy-five. If he's a dollar seventy-five when you go to have a bet, don't have a bet. Just try and get a better price. Otherwise, stay out. But that's race seven, number one, rock and roll, do. Should lead and should win. And then race ten, number two, we're taking on a, a bit of a boom uh, two-year-old colt named Petrarca. If oh. you uh, for the for the D's fans, but I reckon we'll be in front or behind the leader and Aureus, number two was brilliant last week. We're getting $2.80, so we're going to take on Petrarca. Nah, so, he's, he's called Petrarca for a reason, JJ. Come on, mate, because he's a guy. Well, hopefully he performs like the uh, the players have over the past three weeks and we'll be able to knock him <laughs> off. If not, if not, <laughs> Wait till I meet you eye to eye, mate. If not, if not, he'll uh, be uh, it'll be hard to beat. But that's the way we're playing tonight. And um, stop me stop me from speaking out of school, but don't you think this has got a good ring to it? Monday to Friday, 8 to 11 on SEN track, tag it.
<laughs> what about O'Donnell? Yeah. You know, well, I've, I've been I've been itching to get rid of Bensley for years. Oh, have you? Yeah. Was, that, was that your? Was oh, it? I thought it was my slot, and then comes Bensley. JJ and Scoop Show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like tag it three hours in the morning. Sounds good for you. <laughs> yeah, oh, what about this muppet? <laughs> no firm opinion. Yeah. Uh, Josh, uh, thanks for that. We'll um, chat to you during the week and uh, again next Saturday morning. Josh Jenkins joining us here, thetrots.com.au. Every race live and free. Lap up the trots. Visit thetrots.com.au. We're going to go to a news break. On the other side, uh, Corey Smith, Jacob Beavis will be joining us, and we'll be starting to get into the nitty-gritty of finding you a winner on your Saturday afternoon. Finding you winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. That's good by you, Scoop. That's, that's thinking on your feet. That's being proactive. <laughs> Let's get Waitley on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're watching the re- of course, we, we've got the great man. I'm we're thinking, watching what the replay of, uh, <laughs> of Nature's Stripes. Stripes Race <laughs> just to see um, where, where the caller went wrong. Because we'll have Jared Waitley in five or six minutes. He's going to join us and, and, and have a chat of, uh, <laughs> about you know, the, the, the challenges of race calling it and when you can make a blue like that and why you make a blue. That, what, what's going through a... Uh, a race caller's mind, yeah. so uh, apologies for that. And that's but, what I said. What would the great man be doing up on a Saturday yeah, morning this hour? Oh, he'd be up studying something. Yeah, yeah, oh, don't worry about that. He'd, he'd be studying sleep. something. Uh, Corey Smith, he, he studies a lot too. Um, he's uh, up to date with everything. Uh, Melbourne Greyhounds, of course, racing tonight. Melbourne Greyhounds, the Meadows. So, Corey, good morning to you. Good morning. I don't know if studying is my forte, but I appreciate the kind words. Oh, it's hard when you're sitting in that restaurant looking over the city all the time. <laughs> yeah, and a nice little Pinot and a, I fill it with uh, red wine juice. Yeah, red wine juice. Yeah. What have you got for us tonight? I've got a couple of bets for you tonight. Best bet of the night, race seven, number eight. She's a group one winner. She's one of the fastest greyhounds in in the world over the first 50 metres, and I think she can get out to the lead. She's got plenty of talented greyhounds in behind her, but idolised from box eight, race seven, Box eight, idolised, should be leading, should be winning. She's $2.40. You may, you may get a little bit nervous late, but she should be winning. She should uh, have a big enough lead. And then my value bet of the night, race nine, number two, uh, we'll get about $5.50, $6, somewhere around there. So play each way if that's the way you like to go. We'll follow the $1.45 favourite uh, and stalk him all the way to Kimson Bale and, and hopefully get over the top of him. So race nine, number two, Winnington Bale. So best of the night, race seven, number eight. Value bet, race nine, number two. So hopefully there's a couple of winners and everyone gets out to the City View Bistro tonight for a for a Palmer. I think that's what I'll, oh. I'll go for tonight. Oh, Palmer. Beautiful. Do you have a veggies with your Palmer or do you do a salad? Uh, I mix it up a bit. I, I think I might go... Veggies, I think, will be will be the choice tonight. So we'll we'll see what happens. It's, it's winter, so you probably stay away from the salad a little bit. Well, good work, good work. Enjoy, Corey. Look forward to chatting to you again next Saturday morning. Catch Metropolitan Greyhound Racing at its finest tonight at the Meadows, Melbourne Greyhounds. Go yeah, I, I your just, time. I just loved how Corey called it a Palmer, not a Palmy. It's always a Palmer. 
that's that's not a debate. Um, yeah, we've had a few debates on this. No, think no, about it's not it. A party. Yeah, and I tell um, you what, it's mixed. And I tell uh, you what, uh, I tell you what, there is no debating this man. He was two from two last, last week. week. Jacob Beavis, he's ready to join us. We got racing tomorrow at Hobart. Hopefully, he can he can come uh, packed with uh, great information like he did last Saturday morning. Jacob, welcome to the Odds Couple. Good morning, guys. Great to chat to you again. And he's a Palmer or Palmy? Where you where you were from, oh, down in Tassie. Well, I'm staying out of this. <laughs> Jacob, getting, I'm not getting myself <laughs> <laughs> What do you got for us, Jacob? Yeah, I've got a couple I like at, uh, at Hobart tomorrow. Where both Scott Brunson yes. trained horses, and I think they're a, a good chance. So race four, number one, Yarra Master. Uh, he's in good form. He's won his last two races, uh, both over the 1430 metres. So I like that he steps up to 1600 metres because he does look like a horse that... Uh, We'll get f- better over further. So, um, and he does drop in class, does uh, rise in weight, but uh, yeah, the drop in class will um, definitely, uh, definitely make his chances a lot easier uh, in winning. And then in well, he gets, race he gets that two kilo claim as well for Taylor Johnson. Yeah, he which does. Is good, yep. 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 Which is, and she's a good, a good jockey as well. So. Uh, Good to uh, good to have her aboard, and then there's another Scott Brutton horse I like in uh, race seven, number one, Travelling Gigolo, another one in good form. Mm. Loves the 2100 uh, metres. Has won uh, three out of five over the distance. Has won three of its last uh, four races. Uh, might come up a bit short, but um, looks to be the clear best of the day, I think. But Lewis, uh, Jacob, thanks for that. Good luck. A uh, couple of winners last week. Um, I'm sure that form will hold for this week as well. We're just about to have a break on the other side. Jared Waitley will be joining us. But just a, a quick reminder, all those uh, men out there, men and women, humans, uh, it's Men's Health Week here at SEN, and we encourage you to take a minute, get your checkups, and say something if you're not feeling right. This year, we've teamed up with Mosh, Australia's leading online health platform. Now, together, we're giving you a chance to win one of four Mosh $500 self-care packs. Now, simply text Mosh to 04. 04- Double three ninety eight eleven sixteen oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen with your name and number to enter. Sen and Mosh united to elevate awareness of men's health. Time for a break. On the other side, Jared Waitley joins us on the Odds Couple. Finding you winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy, download today. Closing stages of Furlong to go in the King Stand, and as they do so, Nature Strike leading to Acklam Express in second place. Twilight Course coming home in third position, but it is the great Australian sprinter, Nature Strike and James McDonald, and look how far they've won by. Second. Yes, uh, that was the call on Tuesday night of the King Stand and Nature Strip uh, winning, absolutely streeting the best sprinters of Europe. But uh, for half the race, he was Nature Strip. For the last half of the race, he was Nature Stripe. And the poor old race caller um, just got a, a, a little bit muddled. And well, we mused this morning. We thought, no, oh, it's pretty difficult cape of this race calling. Who can we chat to? Well, we've uh, got Jared Waitley joining us on the odds couple, I think for one of the first times off-season, which we're very um, happy that he's given us the time to get out of yes. bed and uh, have a chat to us about just how tough it is calling races <laughs> and when a mistake's made, uh, exactly is there somewhere where you can hide? Jared, good morning good to morning, you. Good morning, Jared. 
Simon tags. Oh, it, honestly, it makes you break out into, into a cold sweat when that happens. Because you're right, it's the first half of the race, he's nature strip, and then he says in the yellow and red stripes, and that's it. Yep. He's done himself in as soon as he says the word stripes, because it's all word patterns and memory yeah. tricks. And there's no, there are no checks within a race call. So what you got is what you got. And once he changed from, once he inserted stripes into the call, he was stuck on stripe and that's it. And he'll be mortified in the aftermath, knowing full well that it was nature strip, but that's, that's where he landed. It's awful. Yeah, it is, it is awful. And you could hear it in his voice. The first time he called nature stripe, he, yep. he nearly, he half corrected himself, but then thought, I'm there, I've got to go with it. Yeah, so I could the word patterns in it are it, I, I, the study of it would be really interesting. I imagine it's a bit like learning a language. So I was trying to think back through a few that you botch along the way. So there was a, <laughs> there's a horse ain't no deal done. Yes, which is just yeah. So that's too cute by half. So the <laughs> first time when you when I called it, I couldn't get ain't no done deal out of my head and it didn't matter I had it written down in front of me and was sort of being quite careful but still your brain goes that ain't no done deal because we know done deal and the other one I was thinking through is there were two two good olfen horses in the 2016 Melbourne Cup beautiful romance and secret number so they're in the blue and one's got the blue cap one's got the white cap and you end up with secret romance in the race <laughs> as you mash the two of them together so yeah it's um you can't, you can't guard against it. So you do all the work. I tell you the one, the other trick is if you if you learn a name wrong. So I'll give you just a word example rather than a name. I can't think of the right name at the moment. But cumulate and culminate. If you learn cumulate and the horse's name is culminate, you're shot. Mm. You call it cumulate the whole way around because it's just embedded in your brain. So there's a couple of levels to the learning of the names, but then once you're in flow, there's just no safeguard to where your brain takes you. Now, as a race caller, and you've called many races, Jared, what's your process? What's your what's your work ethic and how, and how and your memory and and what's your process leading into a race? So this is where I'll be a little bit different to to Matt Hill and Greg Miles, who do it all the time. Um, and it would be, uh, you know, uh, my workflow doesn't. Um, doesn't allow me to do much more than I do. But so I, it takes me about 16 hours to prep uh, a race meeting and it is print the charts as soon as the fields come out, colours and names in, in race order. And then, but you can, there's a bit of a trick to that because you can actually learn the names down the page and that doesn't help. You have to learn the name associated with colour. Yes. So then I put the silks in barrier order with no names and cross-check by learning those. So the first step is to do is to watch every runner from their previous race to see their colours and try to associate their name, and then by rote in a dark corner almost uh, associate name to colour, name to colour, name to colour, one race at a time, and then integrate the whole race meeting. And then on the morning, don't do that because you're carrying 180 names and colours is no good. You actually need them in the collection of races because if you've got Godolphins across all 10 races yeah. on Cup Day, you need to know the set within um, within that batch of names. So yeah, it's I, I find it um, it's a it's a long and sometimes it's arduous and sometimes it's really enjoyable. Arduous, I'm um, tired listening yeah, to it. Tedious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, wow. but Matty Hill, Matty Hill doing it all the time 
and the thing is, once you've called a horse once or twice, they do stick in your mind. Yeah. So it's really one... When you come to Cup Day and there's a whole bunch of horses who haven't been part of the Metro Spring Carnival, they're hard to learn. Mm. But when you get to um, Derby Day and they've all been running in the big races, uh, they're much easier to learn, if that makes sense. Yeah. Jared, what's harder to call? Cricket, football or racing? Oh, no, racing by miles is the hardest to call. Um, One of the reasons I tried to learn how to do it, because I think if you can call that, you can call anything. So I've called swimming at Olympics based on on calling races. And then you can transpose that to anything that's a race. If you can call racing, it's easier than... Um, anything else is easier than the horse racing because they're they're so far away. There's there's colours. There's no distinguishing marks. So with runners in a race at an Olympics, they all look different as well as they have their singlets and they have their numbers. But the horses aren't like that when they're at the far, at the fourteen hundred at Flemington. All you've got is the jockey's colours. You've got no numbers. You've really got no differentiating features other than if you've got a, a blazing chestnut or a grey. So you are, you're wedded to what you can see colour-wise. And when they cover each other up, you just have to wait until you can see them. Mm. You, can, you can know there's a horse there, but you've got no hope until you can see the actual silks. And yeah, so it's, and those who do it, um, who do it well are iconic in our, in our mm. sporting community because of it. You know, and that, you know, in, in my lifetime, that dates back to Bill Collins and stretches on. And I've always said that, um, Bruce McEvaney is the—he's the great race caller that we never had. He is—he was absolutely brilliant at it. And his mm. three Melbourne Cups for Channel Ten um, were, were as good as there are. But but he, you know, he he committed. Well, he his um, TV stations were committed to other sports. But had he settled in and just been the race caller, that he would have been—he would have been the best we've ever had. Jared, brilliant stuff. Uh, thanks for giving right. us. Oh, I'll tell you one more. Can I give yeah, you one you more? Yeah, you certainly can. There right. should be a rule. If you put a colour in your horse's name, the silks must match the colour. <laughs> right. Having a horse called Arctic Blue running in yellow. <laughs> nah. nah. If you put the colour in, your silk must be that colour. Yeah. Uh, brilliant stuff. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, fantastic, Jared. Thanks for uh, giving us your time this morning. Uh, Good calling today, and uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. See you, man. Thank you. Waitley uh, joining us there. That's great insight, isn't it? Yeah, extraordinary, the the effort that goes into it to a race meeting. So uh, Ian Bartlett over there at Ascot, I'm I'm forgiven. 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 That's why you should never bag a race caller. Go and do it yourself. 16 hours of prep for Gerald. I know that Matty Hill wouldn't take that long because he's he's used to it, but as you say, 16 hours of prep for one meeting. Amazing. Quick break. Uh, We'll come back and we'll have a look at uh, Melbourne. We we, we won't be able to get to Sydney. We won't be able to get to Brizzy, but I think it was well worth delving delving into uh, uh, what's in a a race caller's mentality on a a big race day. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Great to chat to Gerald Waitley. Eight to nine. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. Every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, We're about to go into full throttle too, I might add. Uh, find you some winners. And you can try Sportsbet's new bet with mates for summer racing. Start your group today. Bet together and share the moment. Conditions apply and as always, gamble responsibly. Our market movers today brought to you as per usual by Werribee Isuzu Ute. They make 
buying cars easy. Great team down there at Werribee Isuzu. Well, we're pretty shot for time, Tag. So we're going to just do the quaddy out of Melbourne, and that starts at race six, my friend. Yep. Yeah, as I said, it's a good form line with number seven, Biometric. Yeah, he's a bit of value too, three triple missile, and draws much better to take up a, a way better position than he did last up when he drew the outside gate in 15. Number one, too close to the sun resumes, and I expect him to run a huge race too. Edison hits his race third up, and blinkers go on. One, three, six, seven, and eight. One, three, six, seven, eight. And, and don't forget, we're on a soft seven there, Scoop. One, three, six, seven, and eight in yep. the first league. A uh, couple of uh, good um, fir- firmers in race seven here. Natural Mystic is uh, our Werribee Izuzu market mover for the day. Um, opened at $8, now into five fifty. Yeah, I'm actually uh, surprised to see number two, Figolino, scratched, uh, just due to the fact that he, he's a duck, but... Uh, They've scratched the number two Bigelino. Natural Mystic draws a gate today as well, a bit like Biometric in the race before. You won't see him get as far back. He, he's going to be a big chance uh, uh, to push number six, Oceana Blue, uh, which is the one looking the goods. Three, four, five, and six. Three, four, five, and six. Three, four, five, six. The second leg. Yeah. The, the third leg, race eight at Flemington. I reckon it's all about number eight, Tuvulu, for me. It's uh, Tuvulu. Uh, comes out of better races, and he's a better horse than most. Can't knock number five, Sir Davies, for him either. Number nine, Diagula, is a progressive type going places too. So I'm taking on the favourite here, Visionari. I haven't got him in. Five, eight, and nine. Five, eight, nine, the third leg, and the final leg at Flemington. Uh, okay. Uh, is Chris Page on another hit and run like he a few weeks ago with Diamonds down the straight? Uh, he's got a run, express pass, loves the straight and fires fresh, and Fluorescent Star comes into it as well. So one, two, and nine are the numbers. One, two, and nine in the third league. So the quaddy numbers for today at Flemington from Tags, one, three, six, seven, eight, three, four, five, and six, five, eight, and nine, one, two, and nine. Your best of the day, Tags? That's $60. My best comes up in the first pesto. Race eight, and number Flemington. nine for me, Diagula. Diagula, Paddy Payne, chance. absolutely yeah, on fire. Also on fire, winners with Andrew Bensley on the SEN Track ne- Network and, of course, off the bench with Hutchin Pickers coming up next on SEN. Have a fantastic Saturday. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91